Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married for 21 years and have seen the fruit from raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from their faith by age 18. And it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in the following world. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, everybody. So we are actually on our RV trip right now. We are now. sitting in the RV. The kids are being all quiet for us. We appreciate them so much. That's right. We wanted to make sure, as always, this comes out on time for you to help. So if you hear some noises in the background, this is real life. That's right. So we've got quite a few of the kids right here, but they're going to they're gonna help us out so that you guys can can learn as much as is possible from our honest reflections of vacations and how to set up your family for vacation success so if you're thinking about doing a vacation with your family regardless of ages this will be helpful whether it's way in the future and you're just desiring it but you don't know when or you're about to do it this summer that's right. So as you guys know, we've shared a lot over the last uh, couple years about um, annual RV trips. Right, Isaac? And yeah. that has been something that we've actually been doing with our family for about 12 years. We rented before we owned and we've owned our RV for over a decade now. Yep. And it has evolved into something that's really become a traditional thing with certain missions that Isaac and I have focused on. And we want to share those with you today. And regardless of whether you're RVers or your campers or your hotelers or whatever you do, matter. it yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, it's these principles will be the same That's depending right. on how you travel on your vacation. So we're talking about how to set your family up for vacation. But before we do, we just wanted to thank you guys again for supporting the Courageous Parenting legacy movement the one million legacy movement absolutely see every time you share we know you're part of it every time you write a written review or give five stars on uh, itunes or anywhere else it is a huge help uh to get the episode out there and the podcast out there and the movement out there and uh we are so thankful for everybody that's part of the parenting mentor program we love talking to you guys that are yeah. part of it and well just even in the facebook group like I, I don't think people really are aware that once they're in they're in indefinitely right yeah and so we have people from two years ago still piping in on facebook lives and oh, it's yeah. been really exciting but the thing i love the most is just today i was in that facebook group i'll just share for a brief brief moment before we jump into the topic i was in there and one of the moms was very transparent because most of well whenever someone posts in there it's usually a transparent post right isaac um but she was just being honest about her struggle with having more kids they have four littles and, and I was so impressed that post was a brand new post and there were already 27 comments that were all, I will be praying for you and women relating and people encouraging one another in the Lord. And there was not one bit of bad advice in those 27 comments. And it was just awesome. The support, the prayer support, just the like-mindedness and that she felt that that was a good place to bring up 
the struggles that she was having. And I loved our last live where the uh, a man asked the first question and uh, lots of men were involved, which isn't always the same case, right? But that no, was really cool. It was more really and more cool. that's happening. Okay, let's let's dive in. So you can go to courageousparenting.com for all the free workshops, free resources, and the paid ones that support mm -hmm. us and help us do and continue doing this. That's right. And uh, hopefully helps you too. Uh, at least we hear it is helping people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first point is evaluate your expectations. This is so important. In fact, within your marriage, you might even have mm -hmm. different expectations. Let's face it, when you have kids, it's we can't just go, oh, I can't wait for vacation so I can not have my responsibilities and just lay in the sun all day. Well, the reality is, is we all have expectations, whether they're voiced or not. So the number one key under these expectations is you actually have to communicate what your expectations, your desires are. And I, I would say that that starts first between the spouses, right? Yeah. Between the parents. Um, and I think that it's also healthy in a family meeting to ask the kids what they want. So I remember last year, even we did this six week trip, right? And we asked the kids, if there's one dream that you would want fulfilled, what would it be? And they were like, oh, I want to learn how to surf. Remember that? Yeah. And so, you know, there's the there's two elements to this communicating expectations between you and your spouse beforehand but also before you leave communicating with your kids also and asking them what theirs are so let's talk about the marriage for a second and um like i said you might have this rosy picture but really i think there's a better picture a more fruitful picture uh of a purposeful vacation yes there's going to be times of relaxation but let's face it when you're a parent you're working it's just a different kind of working you're you're experiencing things together and you're leading your kids and i think that makes everything go well when you're committed to the work and you know you're not just going to be uh, vacationing per se. Cool. We kind of have to get that term identified because when you're when you have your kids with you, you know, it's not as restful not as, as restful. a lot of people yeah. would. I would say if I think about vacationing, what are some words that come to mind that most people would think they would they would think restful. They would think maybe even rejuvenating. Do whatever I want. They would think um, out of the ordinary. Um, and fun, peaceful, peaceful, you know, so, so I think, comfortable, but then if you were to ask kids, I mean, I just said what maybe mainly adults probably are thinking of you ask kids, they're like fun, adventurous, exciting, do new things, you know, eating out. Like they're thinking of all the like fun types of things. Right. And maybe, maybe you're an adult and you're thinking like, like the kids and you know, sometimes That's cool. we do too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like the ATV rides. Right, exactly. And so, uh, but this is why it's so important, right? Because different people can have different kinds of expectations regarding vacation. A lot of times that's steered based upon what season you just are, you were just in. So ask yourself, what are your expectations? And then have a marriage conversation around what are our expectations about this trip? And let's, let's make sure it's balanced with purpose um, towards uh, family unity towards family uh, growth, towards individual mentoring of your kids and deep conversations uh, and long car rides, making memories, making together. memories together versus just escapism thoughts of fun and comfort and freedom. Uh, when mm -hmm. we, you know, that's really not what's best probably for your family. 
um, because there's an opportunity here to have fun while at the same time being purposeful about it. So another aspect of this, we were talking to one of our kids about the, to this topic, about what we should be talking about on the podcast. And they gave us some really interesting insight that they've noticed that sometimes people have expectations of vacations that are so focused on rest and peacefulness, so much so that they actually approach vacation from more of a selfish perspective um, rather than a purposeful parenting perspective. And what I mean by that is they immediately look for a hotel where there's nannying services and spas and different things like this. Now, th- those things are not necessarily bad as a whole, but are you planning to delegate your God-given jurisdiction and potentially miss out on opportunities that could be relationship growing with your kids because you are putting rest on such a high pedestal as far as your expectations of what you want for the trip. What a beautiful challenge. And I think there's a balance of it, right? It was what Angie's saying. It's like, it's okay to, you know, go out to dinner and nurture your marriage and get a spa treatment and these things. Of course, Angie's done that. I'm not much of a spa person, but, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, or, you know, we're just different that way, but we make sure you get them sometimes, but, but, but anyways, it's, it's a balance, right? Yeah, Yeah. And I think that our heart's intention makes a world of difference when it comes to moments we need to have patience when we're actually on the trip and things, uh, definitely things don't go according to plan. They never do. Right. You know, it's interesting about this as well is that when you said um, patience regarding things going to plan as well, that that is actually a conversation for both. Well, I would say more so with the kids, because by this time being a parent, you should be able to get that. Like, yeah, sometimes life things happen. Sometimes cars break down. Sometimes you are missing a a pole for your tent. Sometimes your air mattress has a hole and it deflates. Right. But kids, kids are still learning because they haven't experienced as much of life as you have. And so sometimes kids can struggle with having a good attitude and being flexible when things don't go the way they're expecting. And what are they expecting? If you communicate something to them, they will be expecting that. If you don't communicate something to them, they're still expecting something. You just don't know what it is. Right. And different kids react differently based upon their personality how they react to changes in circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, nurture that in your marriage, set some good expectations within yourselves and then expectations with your kids are really important too. setting up for flexibility uh, that we, we will have a plan of course. um, But things aren't going to go to plan. Tell your kids that up front. Uh, otherwise they get disappointed when things don't work out. Like for example, today, you know, we had a, uh, a slowdown with the RV. There was a problem and that took a couple hours to fix. So, you know, that happens and alters the plan and we have to have flexibility with that. So you have to talk about that ahead of time and set expectations, uh, for that, which is good. I would also say too, that a lot of times people will often choose not to have a vacation because they feel like they can't get away from work as often as not. Right. And I would just say like, Hey, you know what? Look at your weekends. If you're someone who hasn't really had a track record of doing things out of the ordinary with your family, because there are so many opportunities for growth when you do. And for us, regardless of when Isaac was doing ministry or when he was working full time, um, 
with our tech company, we have always tried to make time to be able to get away with our family for many different reasons, right? Um, whether it's to recalibrate, to rest, whatever. Um, and so we would encourage you guys, like there is no time like today. You don't know what you have tomorrow. Yeah. And if you have to take work on the road with you in order to make it happen, you still need to do that, but you need to set expectations with your kids. Like for example, here we are in our RV shooting a podcast and we have five kids awake right now. We have one sleeping and we were not expecting to shoot the podcast here sitting in the front of the RV with rain coming down on us, right? We were, we had a different plan. And so you just have to run with it. You have to be flexible, but you have, you can, there are things you can communicate with your kids before you even go on the trip. Like we told them that we were going to have to shoot a podcast. Yeah. And I think there's a good expectation to set, which is that we're, the goal is to, one of the goals is to become stronger as a family together. That means we're going to give and take. We're not always going to get to do exactly what we want to do because sometimes that only works for certain age groups or, and it divides the family. And sometimes that does work. Okay. And sometimes it doesn't work. Okay. So just encourage you to like, make sure your kids have that mindset of here's where we get to grow stronger together. Too many families. Sometimes you see them, uh, one kid's over here by the pool. The other kid is going doing something else. The parents yeah. are doing something else and they're on vacation, but they're missing an opportunity to grow stronger together. You know, and that's the other thing too, is, is there this, um, what are the expectations of the kids? Like, are they expecting to be, um, on a beach by themselves doing nothing or, and not spending time with the family or are they expecting some outings as a family? Right. And that, that might be something good for, especially people who have kids that are 10 years old and older, Yeah, like to communicate and ask them what would be one thing that you just really would love. Cause it's good for us parents to know that and to try to surprise our kids sometimes if we can. But then there's that element of like, Hey buddy, that's an unrealistic expectation. Like yeah. you kind of need to communicate about like, what is a realistic expectation of this time that we're going to have together so that you set that kid up for success in and not getting impatient or struggling with being inflexible. I want to take a moment and give you something for free. If you haven't got it already is the date night one sheet. It is a beautiful document you can download that will have some key questions on it for your date night to just get in alignment about what's most important for your family. No matter what time of year, it's always important to recalibrate. You can get that by going to CourageousParenting.com and subscribing to our mailing list. Um, also, you can get all of our show notes and everything at CourageousParenting.com. And I also just want to share real quick about the Parenting Mentor Program. So many families are being transformed by going through this. Uh, it's the six-week self-paced program uh, with live engagement from us and even direct interaction. So if you want to join us, uh, here's a little bit more about it. You can find out more at CourageousParenting.com. Steve and I realized that we were getting too comfortable with the world's vision of how to raise our children. What Angie and Isaac have done in creating this is literally phenomenal. This program provided awesome scripture-based teachings and just some really great practical applications. 
This class has just really rocked my world. It has given me a vision for not just the different things that we might focus on as parents who are trying to raise our kids biblically, like how our kids are behaving or what we're doing with discipline, but also the things of the heart. We now have a game plan to how we want to raise our children. We have so many answers to the questions that have been in our mind. It's not just these hypothetical situations or it's not just this, here's what I think you should do. It's, let me show you where in scripture this is. Do your legacy a favor and yourself a favor and just do it. One of the best things that we've done this year, one of the best investments we've made this year, and I could not recommend it more. We're no longer fearing dark days ahead, but we're so excited to raise lights to be leaders for the next generation. So our next point has to do with expectations too, but it was so important we wanted to make it its own point, which is be mission-minded. That's right. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, you guys know our heart for the Great Commission and being a missionary wherever you are all the time. Um, and that's something that we've really wanted to instill in our kids, that they understand that they are a light, that they are a part of the body of Christ, that God has a job for them to do. And part of that is that they get to be a light in how they act when they're sitting in the restaurant, right? Do they make eye contact with the waitress? Do they speak respectfully? Do they use manners like please and thank you? Um, do they ask with politeness or do they have a harsh attitude? When you tip, do you tip well? Um, because obviously they're, if they see you praying together at the table, we were just talking to some friends about this after church, right? Um, just about, you know, Sunday traffic, being a waitress, right? And mm -hmm. do, when people know you're Christians and you come in and you pray before your meal and then you barely tip, that's a bad witness. Mm -hmm. So that is just one thing on the forefront of my mind is how do we treat the people who offer us services all along our time away? Yeah. Whether it's the person we're checking into the campground or the bus boy or a waitress or someone handing us a towel by a pool, do we have kindness on our lips? Do we smile with joy? Are we respectful? Um, and, and to teach our kids, we used to do this with our kids whenever we went out. Remember we'd say, yeah. guys, what, what is your job? Oh, to show people children are a blessing. Absolutely. And it's also for your kids, your most important disciples are your children. So what an opportunity to have deep faith conversations. It's in the RV. I can think in past on vacation where we talked about, uh, the spiritual, world uh the 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 enemy the evil side and yeah you know, the spiritual warfare and so forth and then asking kids about asking kids asking kids about yep. their dreams and them sharing candidly it was wasn't until an rv trip where some of these things came out or there's long, long expanded time of just being together with no distractions it's one of the benefits of when your family goes somewhere is there are no other distractions there's not the pressure uh, which is good pressure for hospitality and the sports or the, you know, uh, even, you know, church regularly on Sundays and these kinds of things. Sometimes undivided a, time a little break, just mm -hmm. your family mm -hmm. can be really, really good. And so uh, be mission minded with your kids too. think about what kind of questions you can ask, what kind of deep conversations you have. And that is important too. Um, and, you know, you said this in the first point, but another point is if you're mission minded, you're far less likely to over delegate. Um, your parental mm -hmm. responsibilities and you're far like less likely to get selfish about the times and things you want to do on the vacation as a parent yeah. uh, when you're focused on, well, this is an awesome opportunity to uplift and encourage my kids in Christ. So, and I just want to clarify, I don't want people to misunderstand what I was saying there um, in the sense of like, you know, there is a time and a place to go away with your husband too. 
Um, oh, yeah. and, but this, we're talking about family vacation yep. right now. So different that is topic. a different topic. That's a different expectation where maybe you have grandparents or somebody that you can trust that is able to stay with you kids. Maybe you have older kids that can be in charge of your younger kids. That's a blessing too. Yeah. That's different than this. When you go on a family vacation, your heart attitude and your expectations need to shift more towards how can I be purposeful in parenting, understanding there, guess what, you guys, you are teaching your kids how to do family vacation. You're modeling for them what hopefully they will do with your grandkids one day, yeah. which is to have those deep personal conversations. It's to be flexible. It's yeah. And guess what? Sometimes when you're together for a long stint of time, sometimes stuff become comes out that you didn't really realize was there like a tension in a certain relationship that maybe it was easier to overlook when you were in your house. Cause you could send the kids to separate bedrooms or you could um, just say, Oh gosh, you guys, we have people coming over. We can't deal with this right now. Right. I know I've struggled with that in the past with certain at certain times. Well, when you're together, you can't ignore those situations and you have, like Isaac said, undistracted time where it's actually the best time to dig into those relational issues. And it's such a great time personally too. I know, I mean, there's different ways to vacation, but when I'm driving the RV, it's 39 feet, it's a big rig and we're passing, you know, semis in the rain and all these things driving in the dark and uh, driving, we drove, you know, right next to New York city, Jersey, right. You see the Statue of Liberty. That's how close we were. That um, was crazy though. Uh, uh, so all kind, we've been all kinds of places, small towns, sea, seaport towns, little towns, uh, everywhere. And you know what I do? I pray, I pray while I'm driving. There's a reason we've been safe. It's God's protection. Uh -huh. And so I'd encourage you that way too, and ask your kids to join you in prayer and for other people and for your own protection and that we get to see things. And Angie mentioned before, what's your heart's desire to the kids? And we would pray about these things and we would see them happen and we rejoice and give God the glory. It, you're going to miss out um, praising God and giving him the glory if you don't include your kids in the prayer and prayer requests that mm -hmm. need God for them to happen. That even reminds me of like, uh, when we did our three month RV trip and we were driving back to the Grand Tetons specifically because it was one of our kids' birthdays and we gave them the choice of where they wanted to land on their birthday and Tetons or this other place. And they said, oh, of course I want to go back to the Tetons and we're driving towards it. And it's right where you can see like huge, beautiful mountains. And it's just like raining rains coming down like crazy and you can't, it's overcast and cloudy. You can't see it. And Isaac, you encouraged one of our little guys to pray with you about it. And we yeah. literally saw God answer those prayers and just the, the surprise and the delight and the joy in that kid's face as God was answering each of their prayers one by one. It was incredible because actually that story, I think we, there was no rain at first, but there was tons of bugs all over our windshield. So we couldn't see very well. So then you prayed for rain and then you prayed for God to stop the rain. It was just like this boom, boom, boom. It was, it was, awesome. it was remarkable. He, you know, I, we need, there was no rain. We need a rain to clean the bugs. They were caked on. And then all of a sudden it starts raining. And then I asked, uh, you know, me and the, the kid asked, uh, you know, that, uh, it would stop raining and the sun would come out. And boom, right. But when we got to the Tetons, the spot that's just beautiful and epic, uh, it was this extraordinary mix of some clouds with sun, sun breaking, through. breaking through, hitting the mountains, clear view of the mountains, an extraordinary uh, image. It was and, you know, incredible. It's like these simple things that we take for granted, like God, we, we teach our kids that God wants 
to know all of your heart's desires. He, he wants you to pray to him about all things. And so, um, it's just really, there, there are those kinds of moments to like the RV breaking down and thanking God that it wasn't a bigger situation on a different part of that trip, right? Where yeah. we smelled something gasoline wise and there was a motor leaking underneath and, you know, it could have been dangerous, but praise God, we not, no one was hurt. And so there have been many different opportunities, challenges, if you will, where God has strengthened our faith, our kids' faith through the power of prayer. And we've seen him work in mighty ways and yeah. seen divine appointments come out of it, which is part of being mission-minded actually on your trip and praying ahead of time. So this is about preparing your family for having success. And if one of your goals is to be a missionary where we're at, that should be part of your conversation pre-vacation where you're setting them up and saying, Hey guys, you should be praying for right now. If God has any divine appointments for you on this vacation. Yeah. It's not like God stops and goes, Oh, you're on vacation. I'll make sure nothing bad happens. Or, no, oh, I mean, if you're on vacation. Don't be a, a witness. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> nothing gets paused. Right. You know what Paul talked about in the epistles is true that you can be joyful in all circumstances and your kids are watching. So, um, you, you're modeling for them how to be with their kids someday on vacation and set, set the, set the stage for that, which is super cool. And the last point we have for you guys, we have been talking about this in essence throughout, but it's really important as you're setting up your vacation to pre-frame their experiences. Um, that's talking in advance about the good things, the challenges, um, the potentialities of the trip uh, in a way that helps them think about it ahead of time so they respond well if and when those things happen in reality. Yeah. I used to do this in business all the time when I managed lots of teams, and it's such a key leadership skill. And you got to do that with your kids too. So no matter what happens, they've kind of already in their mindset been prepared for that possibility. I think that part of pre-framing too is um, sharing with them your desire to make things happen, but also the reality of what could happen, right? So that they hold things loosely. And then teaching them that concept. It's kind of like right now, you guys know I'm pregnant. I'm due in just a few weeks. Holding, I'm holding my birth plan open loosely to the Lord. Only God knows when the baby's going to be born. But the truth is, is only God knows what your vacation holds for you. So anything you do in life, we have to surrender it back to the Lord. We can make plans, but we need to surrender those plans back to the Lord. And then this is an opportunity to teach your kids that, right? To go, okay, well, this is going to be our plan. We're planning to go here and then here and then here. And, and we're planning to do this and this and this. But guys, we need to really be praying about it because this needs to happen in order for that to happen. And this needs to happen in order for that to happen. And you know what? something could happen on the trip too. Yeah. And and we used to talk to our kids about this. We still talk to our kids about this to where now when we're going on a trip, there's less of a need for pre-framing with the olders, but we're doing it with the youngers where it's like, Hey, actually I'm not making a promise. I just want you to know for sure. This is not a promise, but we're going to try. Right. That's you brought up such a key word. Too many parents fall in the, to the promise trap and the promise trap is you want things to happen uh, so that your kids desire. So you say, this is going to happen. But remember, only God can make sure something happens. You have such limited ability, actually, to make sure something happens. Control is actually such an illusion. So let's stop, <laughs> like, promising. Because 
that hurts you. It, you can say things like, we hope this happens. We've put things in place. We've made reservations. But we're, it's if God wills. If the Lord wills it. If, the, right. Lord, if yeah. the Lord wills. And let's spiritualize it. Aren't we supposed to spiritualize Invite God into it? If it's our lives? your will, Lord, we will do this, right? And it's the same thing. It's the same prayer. And, and part of pre-framing, too, is that you pray with your kids ahead of time for a safe trip. For Right now, we're praying that the baby stays in mom's tummy, yes, right? Long yes. enough to get back. Because I would like to actually have the baby at home and not on the road. And but, as I know, you are experiencing some control problems, aren't you, honey? With that? Yeah. Didn't I have to tie your shoes this morning? Oh, you're so funny. I hit that stage where I can't really reach my toes. As She's far like, as I feel like a two-year-old. <laughs> like, I, was, I, was I was laughing at her. Yeah. We've only had to go through this nine times when you hit that part of pregnancy, when you can't reach your shoelaces. But anyway, so, you know, you have to go through, God lets us go through these little mini boot camps because it's sanctified and that we have to be patient and ask for help and do different things. And you know what? There is probably an element where the kids are even like, why isn't mom walking faster sometimes? But you know what? They keep that to themselves. You know what a great tragedy is? A great tragedy is a desire to vacation, but because of fear of how your kids will behave, you don't. A great tragedy is a desire to do create experiences with your family, mm -hmm. but I'm too fearful to learn how to... Do something new. Do something new, or you know, I'm, I'm too fearful of this, that, or the other thing. And so fear holds you isolated and prevents experiences that are rewarding. I just have to bring something up in regards to that because you have been driving this RV for a long time, but what a lot of people don't know, it's kind of like the assumption that they make that we always wanted to have a big family, which yeah. is not true. Actually, we yeah. didn't set out to have a big family. That's in a different podcast. Isaac actually didn't have any experience driving 40 foot or 39 foot rigs before we started no 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 and uh i but i believe that i can do things because i know god can help me do things and, and you so, have a teachable heart and you learn and i have a teachable people. heart yeah. so when i need to do something really important i interview the person that knows so the guy i rented our first rv from it was longer than this one it's 40 foot beautiful he only rented it a few times a year it was like a two hundred twenty thousand dollar rig mm -hmm. and so first time I'm driving one of these and he trusts me with it. And so I just asked him lots of questions. I asked if he would, you know, help me drop it off so I could watch him drive. And I sat next to him and, mm -hmm. and I talked he gave me warnings and situations and, you know, we drove to California and back and we we're totally fine. I just think that, you know, it's not my w ability. It's, I pray when I, I still pray when I'm driving. And I'm like, wow, yep. this is a big rig. Hmm. I, mm -hmm. I pray that everything keeps working while I'm driving on this fast road 80 miles an hour yeah yeah and it's a teamwork thing you know i i this is not a plug for like getting you to rv i'm just using rving as an example that a, a lot of times people go oh i've never driven something that big so the fear of trying it is why i'm never gonna do it and that would be like me when we had a boat way back when we were first married the first like six seven years we were married we had a little little uh bay liner right yeah. a ski boat yeah. and i remember how hard it was trying to learn how to back the forerunner up with the trailer on it to get the boat on it but i had to keep trying and keep trying till i got it yeah but i'll be honest like i thought i i'm never gonna get this 
and then I did finally get yeah. it. But see, this is the thing though, is how many people don't ever buy a boat because they're scared to back a trailer in. And and maybe that doesn't, maybe you're laughing as you're saying this because you grew up doing that. But everybody has a thing that they are potentially fearful of doing with their kids, whether it's, oh, well, there's like six of us and I would never want to go to an amusement park because trying to keep track of everybody, I'd be all stressed out or, you know what I mean? Or, or rafting or doing something that's a little more adventurous just because maybe you don't, you're not the strongest swimmer or mm -hmm. things like that. Right. So I would just encourage you to step out of your comfort zone in some of these things. You want to be safe, be safe. And just because us or anyone else is doing something, you don't need don't, to do the same no. thing. Be safe for sure. Know your limitations, but at the same time, don't allow fear to squelch the, the potential adventures you could be having with your family, the things that are going to make memories. Yeah. And if you care about not wearing a mask and you live in places where you can get to that, where you cannot wear a mask, choose those places. Right. That's what we're doing right now. Just yeah. in the, in the, we just had to walk out of a place actually that we were going to try to sit and do our podcast in because they were requiring masks here in Utah. Can you imagine but, wearing a mask, shooting a podcast? No. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm having a hard enough time breathing yeah, being yeah. eight months pregnant. We don't wear masks. But, yeah. So, but yeah, that's us. So, you know, guys, I, I hope that overall, when you are thinking about this summer and how you're going to do something with your family, because I, part of the reason why we're doing this is because a lot of people are not living right now. They're not doing things that they normally did because they're still being controlled by these ridiculous COVID restrictions. Yes, I said that. It's been over a year, okay? And it is time to show our kids how to live again. That's why we did our RV trip last summer in June and July um, because we had COVID in March and we thought, you know, we're done with it. We've had it. There's no fear. Let's go. Yeah. We're not going to bow to the global reset, uh, idol, uh, and all these things happening are preparations for a bigger thing. And we're just not going to bow down to it. We're not going to be obedient to it. And I will say, I just want to bring something else up as far as pre-framing this and encouraging you to do something with your family this year. There is an aspect to like the, a lot of people aren't going to be able to fly, right? Because there are some places are going to start requiring if they're not already vaccinations to fly and not everybody's um, succumbing to that. Right. And so more people are going to be potentially left to the only option of road tripping yeah. somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Whether that's in an RV or a trailer or driving to a hotel somewhere and camping along the way, or just driving to a, a closer location. And I actually think that that can be almost even better for families because it's closer mm -hmm. proximity and you're going to have to do stuff together, which can be a good thing. Back it to can the... be such a good thing. Back to the old times. Well, that's how it should have always been. But the reality is that a lot of people are fearful of going anywhere, thinking that everywhere in the United States or in the world is like what they're experiencing where they are. And I just have to tell you from experience, it's not the same place everywhere. It's, it's completely not. different one state to another in we the U.S. Saw that and one country to another. It is. We saw that last year in June and July when we visited eight states in six weeks. And then we came back to Oregon and we were like, 
this is the worst Let's of all of eight states. Well, we're out of here. Like we, but we would not have known that if we had not left and had our eyes open evaluating and seeing how local government was affecting local citizens. And so I tell you this to give you hope because if you are in a place where things are just locked down so tight and, and there's been fear mongering in such an incredible way, because I know many of you have messaged me about this. It is not the same everywhere. And if you want to get out and see, you can. And what a great opportunity maybe to look at places you might want to move. And if you feel like it's impossible for you to move, but you desire that, what a beautiful thing for God to do for you. Be because you with pray your with your kids. It's what a wonderful thing. Well, there's no way because our career's here and this and that. No, there's oh, a way. Okay, God can snap his fingers. It's all about his will and following where he wants you, right? Amen. And, and there's no, and there's no, um, it's not what other people are doing. It's what God wants for you and your family. And sometimes it can seem like the most countercultural thing. But then when you get there and you have hindsight and you see all the blessings, you see all the things that God did, you have no question in your mind. Usually our most important, in hindsight, our most important decisions were the hardest to make. And everyone around us, or most people around us go, what? Why are you doing what? that? Yeah. And in fact, as we look back, when it comes to marriage, parenting, or even our lifestyle or what we're doing, mm -hmm. uh, even sometimes the people closest to us have gone, that looks strange. But then they later go, I'm so glad you did that. Or, you know, <laughs> it's just funny how that all of a sudden the story changes. But, you know, it's, it's interesting, you guys. So I, I just want to encourage you because I know that this is still a crazy time. The, the last aspect of an encouragement during these weird times that we are in these uncertain times. And I say uncertain purposefully in that sentence is that we look back on our three month RV trip, which was three and a half years ago. So fondly, but now we look at it with a different perspective because we go, we might not have been able to do that in now in yeah. the same kind of way, just because of how certain States have reacted to the pandemic right? Yeah. There's, there are places that we no longer even want to go because why would we go somewhere that is more locked down so that we can just wish that we were at home in Idaho because yeah. it's freer. Like that doesn't make it, that's not a vacation. And so my point is, is like, you guys, we don't know how much longer we're going to have state to state freedoms in that regard. Yeah. And so seize the moment. Yes. Take advantage of the fact that right now, you can cross borders, you can do things, but be wise. And as you're choosing the location of where you're going, you do need to actually add an element that you've never had to add before, which is what are the statewide and countywide restrictions? And that should be part of your decision-making process. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. And you can follow us on Instagram or elsewhere for uh, our stories about our trip. That's right. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. For more resources, go to Courageous Parenting and CourageousMom.com for free online workshops, blog posts, and best-selling courses. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, we release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. This is an incredible self-paced program where we cover everything from obedience training to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's a supportive community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. 
If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentor program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.